Good morning, dear ones. We are most pleased to be speaking with you again. Today we will talk about compassion, and we will speak of it in a way in which many of you are unfamiliar. Compassion is something of a buzzword in New Age culture and in the culture of Ascension in the West. And so we're going to talk about its deeper meaning. We're going to talk about the power of compassion as an actual vehicle to Ascension and to enlightenment. So compassion, this word came into being in the New Age and in translations from Buddhist and Hindu scripture. It's one of those words based on concepts that have no counterpart in English or the American language. And there are quite a few of these concepts and words uh, born in Eastern religion and culture, uh, which has foundational understandings within it that are not present naturally in Western culture or Western religion, such as the oneness of all that is, such as the source nature or God nature of all beings, such as the oneness of all beings. Uh, And compassion, when used in the Eastern sense, has nothing to do with emotion or empathy or sympathy or feeling sorry for somebody or wishing you could help them. Being human beings, many of these elements are present in a way, in a, the way a person experiences compassion, but they are not the heart of it. True compassion, the compassion that will carry you to higher frequency, lift you out of the third dimension and into those frequencies and vibrations of absolute love and cooperation and joy and happiness. That is possible through compassion. And so compassion is understood in the East as the recognition of the interconnectedness, the oneness of all life, of all that is. It's that unconditional love that naturally and inherently springs from the joy and the recognition of all beings as being source beings. So you are headed to a place, if you wish, if you desire, if you put a little effort into it, to where you will start seeing people, regardless 
people, you will start seeing people, events, life, things, free of judgment, where all you will see is their divine nature, their source nature, their God nature. They are an emanation of God. We speak of this almost weekly. Ram Das used to talk about seeing someone's soul. And he said he'd never really experienced this in the West. Because people in the West are so locked into separation and duality and believe, believing that God is up there somewhere, separate, people are separate. But what he was really, t- that was simply his way of saying in India and other parts of the East where the cycle of rebirth and death is recognized, that's what they call duality or separation, is something that's desirable to rise out of into higher consciousness. He would speak of his experience with first gurus and teachers who were enlightened, and then everybody, where he would simply walk out into the street and he would behold a street full of souls, of beings with whom he was inextricably one. And there's a love, a joy that arises from this that's really indescribable in words. And with it comes kindness, joy, happiness, a desire for those and others. And of course, there's an absolute lack of judgment or even mental perception. So this is why in several Buddhist vehicles and Hindu vehicles, where there's many in Buddhism and Hinduism and Eastern philosophy and religion, there's many different types and flavors, of course, just as there is in Christianity. And a couple of what we'll call the higher vehicles, Mahayana and Vajrayana, compassion, the way we've described it, is seen as a way to enlightenment, as a way to get off the cycle of birth, death, birth, death, in duality and separation and it's practiced at whatever level a person is at so you just start where you are you start with the intention to be kind because even though you may not see it you have the willingness and the desire to acknowledge this person in front of me is divine even if my country or my friends or my peers or society defines them as something else, 
which they do. Everybody's defined as something by themselves and others. Everything from the enemy to an ally to a good person, a bad person, a black person, a white person, an educated person, an uneducated person. All of this is irrelevant. There's absolute equality in the source nature and divine nature of all beings. What you're seeing when you look at people, of course, is just emanations of the divine having various experiences. And here on earth, of course, as you know, most people have forgotten that they're divine and buy so completely into all the aspects of separation and duality and really believe in it to the point where they form armies and kill each other and condemn each other and fear each other and get angry at each other. <coughs> when you see the source nature, or as Ram Das put it, the soul of a being, all of this disappears effortlessly. It just falls away. So compassion is unconditional love that has no opposite, that has no boundaries or limits. So the word compassion is the closest those who, who translate Eastern scripture and wisdom it's the closest English word they could come up with to what we've just described. And we'll take a moment and mention some other words and concepts uh, that it may be helpful for you to understand uh, because there's great depth behind them as well. The Buddha is often the original Buddha. There's been many Buddhas, but the original Buddha, Gautama Buddha. And he has other names as well. Uh, He's often quoted as saying, all suffering arises from desire. And this, again, is a little bit of a translation issue. He didn't really say that. What he said was he was referring to the characteristics in one that arise out of separation and duality. The moment humans dove down into lower vibration, into that belief and way of being, of being separate from each other in source, a number of energies arose within them, characteristics, and one of the greatest and strongest was the desire for survival and definition and self-definition and love. Because if you now, if you go from a place of one with all that is, if you go from a place of understanding you are source being 
to a place of feeling separate from God, creator, source, it's actually a terrifying experience. It's a very confusing place to be. So compulsively, humanity seeks self-definition and self-meaning. Humanity seeks love because love appears to be gone. And humanity grasps unto itself all the things they think they need, security, money, food. So when the Buddha said, all suffering arises from desire, that's what he was saying. Desire was simply the closest an English translator could come to putting that concept into a word. And some of the higher vehicles, especially Tibetan vehicles of Buddhism, uh, the same concept is stated in a way that often Westerners find even more confusing, uh, especially in Vajrayana Buddhism. And it, by the way, we are not pushing Buddhism here. Um, there are certain understandings in the East that come closer to the way things really are. It's just accepted that there is no death, that a soul or being goes on forever and eventually, you know, and then it, for a time being, they're caught in this wheel of birth and death or the third dimension. So there are concepts born in the East that are very useful in many of the attempts to translate them into Western language and understanding, well, it's a difficult thing to do. So it's also said among certain Buddhists that suffering, first of all, they say everything's suffering. And people, the Americans don't resonate with that. Um, what do you mean everything's suffering? I have a good job, I'm married, I have kids, I'm happy. I'm not suffering. Well, here, suffering refers very simply to living and functioning in a realm, a self-created realm where you're separate from source and where you're separate from all that is and have to struggle to make a living, struggle to survive, struggle to be happy. The third dimension duality, when compared to an ascended level of existence, where all there is is unconditional love and cooperation and joy does look like suffering. So, at any rate, another Buddhist saying uh, at higher levels of Buddhism, Vajrayana and Mahayana, is that suffering, all suffering comes from hatred, greed, and ignorance. 
And this also does not resonate with Westerners. And here, once again, hatred, greed, and ignorance are the best Western interpreters can do to come up with a word to match a concept that has no equal in Western culture. So Westerners hear this and it doesn't resonate at all. I don't hate. I'm not greedy. I'm not ignorant. I'm college educated or I'm good at something or whatever. So here, once again, these three words, hatred, greed, and ignorance, are interpretations of very complex concepts or concepts that are complex to the Western mind. Greed is the same as desire in our previous explanation. It's that compulsive grasping unto oneself to make oneself whole. That compulsive grasping at love, its security, its safety, at possessions, at all the things we think we can define ourselves by. So desire, greed, grasping, it's that, what it is really is fear. It's the fear that comes from being separate from source, separate from each other, and then the compulsive desire to make oneself whole. And hatred also is really fear and anger. The human race is a very, collectively and individually, is very angry consciousness. And it's anger born of fear. Once a consciousness moves to the lower vibrations of separation, fear is the first thing to arise, and then the grasping, and then the anger and judgment. All survival instincts. So hatred, greed, the third one being ignorance. This is the easiest to explain. Ignorance simply means your ignorance of the fact that you are source being, the ignorance of your divine nature, the ignorance, or really the forgetting. You once knew, and inside, in your deepest inner knowing, you do know this. In your deepest inner knowing, you know everything, because you're source being. You just got yourself stuck here on the third dimension where forgetting is another primary aspect of this very dense dualistic existence.
So, returning to compassion, this is viewed by Buddhism, or at least many of the vehicles in Buddhism and Hinduism and other Eastern philosophies, as some view it as the vehicle to enlightenment. We will say it is a vehicle to enlightenment. There are limitless vehicles, limitless ways to take your consciousness up and out of duality and ignorance into where you begin to recognize your own divine nature and the divine nature of all beings. It is, we'll say, where most humans are right now. Compassion, the way we've described it, is absolutely one of the most powerful vehicles toward ascension, enlightenment, towards happiness, towards creating for yourself and others health and well-being. And you just start from where you are. Just let this information into your heart chakra, take it in. Don't try to understand it intellectually. And act as if. Be kind to the store clerk who seems insulting or dismissive. Be kind to everybody. Recognizing someone's divine nature and being kind does not mean you agree with them as a person. doesn't even mean you respect them as a person. It means at some level you're becoming willing to recognize that everything around you is a display of a belief system and separation and duality that higher truth, your higher being, everyone's higher being, or your ability to experience and see it lies beyond this world of appearances. We've, we've talked about this a lot, so we won't go on and on about it. And the quickest way out for most humans right now is compassion as we've defined it. Absolute, uncondi- absolute unconditional love without judgment, without intellectual processing. Remember, everything's energy. A really handy way to start 
is kindness. The frequency and vibration of kindness is it's extremely powerful. It's so powerful that even when your mind and your emotions are saying, this guy's a real idiot and I don't want anything to do with him and he's ripping me off. Even when your posture, your mind, your inner voice is having that habitual reaction, be kind and it just blows that lower vibrational stuff away. And you do it over and over again. And your heart chakra starts to open. Love starts to flow the way it hasn't flowed for aeons. And before you know it, you're experiencing compassion. So that is our message for today. We will take questions if there are any questions. Very well, please remember that if you wish, you may send your questions to askangels11 at gmail.com. We'll do, we will do our best to answer them here. Until next week, then, we give you our unconditional love. Remember, you are never alone. We are with you always.